Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Amy Blackford and Louis D'Souza, and this is your Daily Dose of Happy. We're so happy you decided to join us today, and we're especially happy because we have a special guest joining us. His name is Ken Dixon, and this guy does it all. He does everything. Literally, he owns the entire Earth. There's nobody else on Earth who owns anything at all. Oh, this guy's a life coach. I mean... He, he, he's a life coach. He's a seminar leader. He has courses. I mean, he's his, when you read his website, his website is all about basically teaching the entire world how to be successful. I mean, you know, what more so, could you ask for? I mean, so, so Ken, we're excited. We're, we're, oh, here's the other thing. He, he has a course called LOA in a Day. It's an eight-hour course. Now, we don't have eight hours. We only have an hour here. But we're going to see what we can compress into an hour. But I, I thought we're that was going to get the short synopsis version. <laughs> So, as you can tell, Ken, we're a little crazy here, but welcome to the program. We're glad to have you. So good. Thank you so much. You forgot to mention my retreat in Mexico. Uh, well, it's because we only have an hour. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, so, I mean, there's only so much you can do, right? Uh, it's very true. <laughs> check, 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 check. Okay. You got it all now. We got it all now. So, all right. left. <laughs> so you have to forgive me. I'm, I'm still learning how this particular screen works here. I think I've got it. Okay, so I'm going to see if I can bring you on screen. There you are. There it's Mr. Dixon. How are you doing today? You're looking good. You're looking very so relaxed. So good. So good. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. You know, the world is working the way it's supposed to work. So uh, what can you complain about, right? Well, you can pl- complain. It just doesn't do any good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose that's true. I suppose I mean, that's true. Yeah. There's no limit to the amount of complaining we can do. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, I'm going to ask a couple of questions, then you guys jump in with questions as uh, as you're interested in raising them out. But uh, I'm just going to start from the beginning. I mean, you've got quite a career going here, Ken. You're obviously quite successful at it. But what started it? How did oh, you get going in all of this? I thought you said we only had an hour. Well, we do. This is the, this is the condensed version. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to you, tell you, you short actually, sentences. So, so, yeah. So... So years ago, I was a personal trainer in Vancouver, BC, and um, I was doing, I, I did that for several years in, well, throughout BC, British Columbia, I was a personal trainer. But the one thing that, that always seemed to bother me a little bit was, um, you know, I was training all these people, they were getting fit, they were getting healthy, their hearts were getting strong, all of this stuff. But it always, it, there was always something nagging at me that there was something missing from it. And, and I could never figure out what it was. And, and, you know, I mean, I was doing some great stuff. I was, you know, lots of people and doing group fitness and, and that sort of thing. And then, um, my wife and I were on a trip to Mexico and, and I'll keep this the Reader's Digest version, but my wife and I were on a trip to Mexico and we were traveling around and we were in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And we stopped into this little store. We we're trying to find souvenirs for some of our loved ones back home, some of the kids and stuff. And we stopped into this one little store. This is just a crazy story. This, and this is an LOA story. Like this is how stuff happens, right? So, cool. so I've been searching for this sort of answer for, for a number of years as to what am I missing from the whole training thing. And we walked into this store and it was a store with, um, the marionettes, um, you know, the dancing puppets on a string thing. Really? Yeah, okay. and, and there was like hundreds of them. It was a beautiful wow. store. There was like every costume, some with tambourines, some with guns, some with, you know, just, it was an amazing store. And there was about an 80-year-old man sitting in the very back of the store, and he was talking to us and telling us that, you know, it was his family that made all these, and this is what they do. And, and my wife said, well, I don't really want to get them, because what's going to happen is 
Um, they're going to get all tangled up in like a week, as marionettes do. <laughs> right. And they're going to wind up in the corner. The kids are never going to play with them. And this 90-year-old guy, I'm sure he's no longer around, but this 90-year-old guy, I don't know if he knew what he said to me at the time or whether I was just ready to hear it. But he said to me, he said, I'm going to give you the secret to make sure that never happens. Ah. He said, he said, what you do is you find the string. You got the, the sort of the cross on the top and then the strings coming down to the hands, the feet and the head. He right. goes, you find the string that goes to the head. If it's all tangled up, you find the one string that goes from the, from the wood to the head. He said, you untangle the head and the rest will follow. And it was like, okay, there's the answer, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm training all these people from the neck down and I've been doing it for years, but from the neck up is what really matters. Like untangle the head and the rest will follow. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, there's the answer. <laughs> Isn't it annoying when we learn this stuff? We say, Why didn't I know this before? Right. Right. I mean, I'm going back 20 some odd years. Right. And, and it was just this moment for me that just kind of like, the light goes off and it was like, so then I did all the studying. I did all the research. I, I did the courses and I did all that. And then I just kind of launched, man. It was just kind of, you know, there's a need for it out there. People are, people are looking for some answers. And, you know, I put together several programs. I've taught at the college here, um, several programs as far as the seminars and the workshops and the, the code to one-on-one coaching. And so, yeah, so it's just been totally awesome. But what's been the best part? Like, where? What's the? If you had to pick one one event or, or one wow. one you know threshold that got met or something, what what was what's been the best part so far of the journey? I'm going to share this one. I don't even know if it's a threshold, but it's like when I'm doing a presentation, whether it's a workshop or a seminar or a corporate event, um, and you know you're you're in front of all these people, and one person lights up like. It could be in the very back of the room. The rest Mm. of the room might be, you know, into it, but, you know, kind of going, yeah, okay, I've heard some of this stuff before. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. some of it seems like, you know, I should know this. And some of it's, like, different. And But there's that one person in the class. Sometimes it's more, but it's that one person that you notice. Mm. And it's like, you you know at that moment you've changed Mm. a light. Like the, the light bulb went on, you know, yeah. right? And and then they come up and talk to you later, and they're like all emotional and stuff because they, you know, they they really get it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's that's the thing, right? And mm-hmm. that happens over and over and over again, right? But it's that it's that it's just the individual. That's that's the cool one, right? And, and it's going to be a different person each time I say that. I'm reminded oh, yeah. of um, Sean Aker, the positive psychologist. Um, and I think he actually mentions this in his TED talk. I, I can't remember where he mentioned this, but uh, he went into a corporate setting, gave a presentation, and there was this one guy in the back who got up at one point and said, haven't we heard all this stuff before? Isn't this just a great big waste of time? And it's like, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so he went through his usual thing and so forth. Afterward, the guy who hired him came up to him and said, that was amazing. Do you realize that that, you know who that guy was who stood up in the back? Oh, yeah, I know who that was. Well, you, that guy is like the most antisocial guy in the place. We can't get him involved in anything. How did you do it? <laughs> so, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know how you're going to connect with somebody, right? It's so true. It's so awesome when it happens, though. It's just, yeah, yeah. And there's just so many ways to do it, right? So, mm-hmm. like with this LOA, it's just, there's just so many ways to, you know, whether you're, whether you're going to go in, you know, both feet and just kind of, 
sink or swim or whether you just want to test the waters a little bit it all works in the end you're all you're always gonna you know find the how and that's that's the cool part so i think whenever you stay in alignment you're going to attract to you people that are wanting that spark like what you're talking about and it only takes that one person to make your day because now you're sharing something that you're passionate about that that you understand and just to see that look of recognition in somebody's face like when i first heard about this material i just knew this is how it worked and i remember the relief and the excitement that i felt that life didn't have to be so hard that it was so much more within my own control as to the results that I was going to get. And when you see that spark of recognition and that resonance within another person, you know it's going to just completely, uh, the momentum from there, if they really apply it. And if they have that spark, that means they're going to. And then they have they have an effect. Like there's, there's this ripple effect that you have. So say somebody like me took this on, I started talking to my family members, my friends, and now those friends that have really, they got that spark and that recognition are now talking to their family and friends. And it has this kind of, just this ripple effect that goes outward and uh, really does have a huge impact. It's so cool. Yeah. 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 So any, any questions? Louis, you want to jump in with something? Or actually, when Louis is quiet, I always get a little concerned, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ken has um, gone down a route that is fi- fairly similar to mine. So I used to do a lot of exercise classes and health and nutrition and all the rest of it. And I also felt like something's missing, you know. I'm not hitting the core of what I really want to do here. And I, uh, I so related to that. It's like, you know, spot on for me. And, you know, once I started teaching the LOA and, you know, the stuff that I teach, um, you you do get, and this is again another area where I completely connected with Ken. There is, um, is 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 the satisfaction of watching the light bulbs go on. It's just, there's nothing like it in the world. There's nothing like it. You know, I've done lots of things, but when when you see somebody shift their thinking, and consequently, if you're fortunate enough to see their whole life change around it, it's just great. It's just you know, and the fact that you've been instrumental in that you know obviously they've been ready for it and they've allowed it you actually didn't do much you're you're just singing singing the song of something that you just love and, right uh, and 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 off they go and they they grab that spark like you did with that guy in the shop that 80 year old guy you know yeah he probably wasn't aware of the ripple effect at all but you know it changed your life drastically and yours has affected so many others and it was one guy in a shop talking about puppets you know yeah yeah it's it's and, and and those those little things and and you know I I I wrote a book and, and it's only on on Amazon but it's called Hyper Awareness right and it's basically it's um a hundred different stories of different things that have happened to me that because I've been aware of my surroundings um they've they've taught me something they're they're things that obviously I was supposed to be a part of it. But uh, if you're not aware of the things that are going on around you, you you wouldn't be a part of it, you know. And it's it's just simple little life lessons that that happen, you know, on a on a on a, every day they happen to us. But but more often than not, uh, not necessarily for us, but for others, um, if you're not 
kind of aware that, you know, there's, there's signs coming to you about, you know, lessons to learn or paths to follow or, or any of that. If you're not aware that those things are happening every day, then, then you'll miss out on them. Oh, and, yeah. And so it's so important to get, to have that awareness and just understand that, that every conversation that you overhear, you're supposed to. Like, do you, like, that, that could be like a, like, really? <laughs> I was supposed to, I was supposed to overhear that conversation. There's something in that conversation for me, right? And it, and it could be, you know, just for that day, but it's something. Or even a clip of a song, or I'll see a billboard, and in that moment I'll be having a thought, and the billboard will have a message on it that I've and I've driven by it a million times, but there's a message in it. So everywhere you look, actually, these things are happening. There's a communication in this field of energy around us that is 100% responding to what we're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. And, and you know, I had one, I was, I was heading to the gym and, and there was a, a mother and a daughter. This one I always kind of just, it stuck with me on, on sort of a higher level. She, the, the, they were walking out and this is like a, like maybe a seven second exchange as we're walking by each other. We're not even talking to each other, but the little girl was in the daycare at the gym and, and the mother was finally finished her workout and they were walking out. And all I heard of this conversation was, uh, the little girl asking her mother, mommy, did you make a friend today? Aww. And right. And the, the mommy said, no, I didn't. And the little girl said, I did. You should try that. And it was like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you should. Right. Like, no yeah. Like, why was I part of that? Like, I mean, we do, we didn't even, I don't even know if we looked at each other, but it was just this, this passing that that happened that was like yeah okay that resonates with me yeah i should probably try that try to make a friend today like i mean how simple is that right three new friends today right yeah Yeah. Yeah. children are so open to that new energy where as adults not all adults but becoming more jaded and having these kind of projections or preconceived notions and you don't even realize that you're doing it but if you're walking around this way, it's almost like you're sleepwalking. Um, and whereas children are so alert and in the present moment, and they don't have these built-in projections or prejudices or whatever you want to call them. And so they're walking around connecting in the present moment to the energy that they're most attracted to. Whereas adults, it, that's why they say it is better to be more childlike. Yeah. Whenever I go out, I make conversation with the lady that's at the cash register, at the grocery store, the server, when they go out to eat. I meet some of the most amazing people that way. And just kind of keeping that, that childlike wonder, and you, you're always, I'm always amazed at how similar the stories can end up being, or that you're even talking to somebody and there's something there to learn. So you are, you are resonating with the person without even, at first, a communication verbally happening. Yeah, yeah, it's so awesome. But then there's a fine line there for me, right? Because I don't want to be, and, and 
<laughs> maybe this isn't the politically correct way to say it, but I don't want to be the crazy person on the back of the bus that's just kind of like spewing out. No, oh, if you knew, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't be having this problem. And it's like, no, you know, don't I, do I don't want to be that person, no. right? So, so you gotta you gotta reel it in a little bit because you'd love to, right? You, you know, you're in a bank lineup and you hear these two people talking, and it's like, oh, I had this worst day, and this happened, and this happened, and you want to turn around and go, if you knew what I knew, oh my god. <laughs> But it's like, okay, crazy person. All right, mm-hmm. right, tone it down. Yeah, there's a, there's a time and a place for everything, for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I've learned that reservation. Oh! Come live in my world for a while. Yeah. Oh, my I, goodness. I find a way of, of, of chatting to them. Yeah. Oh. I'm not getting on a bus with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What you're talking about, though, is really, really, you know, pointing to all this. And it, it, it's a reminder. We, people talk about signs a lot, right? Especially in, in LA communities. Like, how do I read my signs or what does this sign mean? All that kind of stuff. And it's, it's like they're looking for one particular thing that comes through that's really, really special. That's their sign that's, you know, their guardian angel talking to them. What you're pointing out is the signs are all over the place. The oh, signs absolutely. are in every single aspect of our existence. Yeah. They don't stop. They're like everywhere you go. Yes. And, you know, you know, I say this in my, in my seminar, you know, people, um, in, in, the LOA is actually affected like my entire life in that if I'm, following somebody and they're going and we've all been there and they're going like super slow like they're going 30 and a 50 right and i'm like under normal circumstances before all of this uh, came to me it was like you'd get frustrated you get angry you'd be going you know oh why is this person right and then you realize that that person's going that slow because there's and and you'll never know that's that's the Mm. thing you'll never know because Mm. there may be something up ahead that if i was going 50 would not be good for me. Right, but exactly. Right? But yes. I'm going, but I'm being held back by this person going 30 and maybe somebody's going to run a red light up, up ahead. Like I, I don't know and I will never know, but right. the fact that this person is going 30 in front of me, there's a reason for that, right? And so, so it brings, it can bring you with, if you have faith in this, right? Not, not religious faith, just faith in yourself and, and the process, right? Well, for um, some of us, it's any faith. I mean, sure, faith sure. is not necessarily easy to learn. Yeah. But if, but if you believe and you have the faith in this, then you understand that that person going 30, that's, that's kind of, you know, slowing your day down right. is there for a reason, man. Right. And it's like, Ah, you know, they, they may have just saved you from a horrible situation. They may not have, but it doesn't matter. That's, that's the possibilities and, and that's how it works. So it's like, yeah, accept that. Yeah, it works like that with everything. It isn't just with some things. Everything's being orchestrated to work out in the way that you want it to, even if it doesn't look like on the surface that it is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, really true. It's, it's so cool. I had I was coming out of a restaurant and and it was winter and it was icy and there was a a cab behind me and I was waiting to turn right onto the road out of the out of the restaurant and I could see that the cab wasn't going to stop before me. Oh wow! Right? Yeah, because he was just sliding. He was uncontrolled and he was sliding. So so he hit my vehicle and there was no damage to his vehicle. There was no damage to my vehicle. It was more of just a bump, right? Hmm. But we both got out of our cars and I said, hi, I'm Ken and we're supposed to meet. And he looked at me and he's like, what? (laughs) Not the reaction he was expecting. No, but that's, but there's a reason, right? Like there's a reason. 
So you, you may not ever figure out what the reason is, but, but there is one. And so just embrace that. Em, embrace all of that, right? Like it's, it's going to be good. I mean, you probably exchanged information. So he, he got your business card. Who knows what will come out of that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know, right? It could be five years from now that, that mm -hmm. I see him again. I don't know. But you know what? Yep. It's to get out of the car, as a lot of people will, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, because life is life. And, yeah. and they'll get out and they'll be frustrated and they'll be this and they'll be that. And they'll be like, oh, my God, why did you start stopping soon? And it's like, no, dude, hey, I was supposed to meet you. What? <laughs> Well, it's not necessarily the way we're usually taught by our own society. Let's put it that way. It's no. not the way we usually, we usually think about how to handle this kind of situation. But what you're really talking about is changing perspective. Yeah, like, I'd like you to talk about that for a little bit more in that in that particular light because we have the choice at all times in our lives to decide what our perspective is going to be about anything, whether it be you know getting a raise or getting hit by a cab <laughs> sliding on the ice. Yeah. Either yeah. way, it doesn't make any difference. We have the choice, and we forget about that. I mean, for years, I'll tell you honestly, Ken, for years, I didn't think I had a choice. Honestly, I really did not believe. I thought I was like subject to the whims of fate. Whatever came my way, if it was something good, then I could react well. If it was something that was not so good, then I had this moral obligation to react badly to it. I, it never occurred to me I actually could change my reaction when I learned that it was a bit of a shock, to be perfectly honest. And, and, probably, and probably freeing for you, right? Like, well, I mean, yeah, that's, sure. That's like, that's like this whole load comes off of you when, when, oh, when, yeah. you, when you make that realization. You know, every red light you hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be frustrating because you know, especially if you left the house late and you're you're you have an appointment. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you you hit that red light for a reason. So just kind of look at it and go, okay, you know what? What what's the worst? You don't even need to go there. But like, really, what's the worst thing that can happen if I'm five minutes late? Like it's exactly. really, it's really, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. And and all of those things that that. And, and, and this is a, this is sort of one of those moments, right? It's like all the stuff is there for a reason. Even the bad stuff, the bad stuff. Right. Turns out good. Right. right? Yes. So, yes. cause, cause like I've been fired from jobs, right? Like in my, in my history, I've been, you know, let go of a job. And it's like, I have never, honestly, I've never been let go of a job where a better one didn't come along. And mm. right. I've never been lost a relationship where a better relationship didn't come along. Like, really? Like, yeah, it might seem hard at the moment, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, my life is falling apart. But <laughs> if you, the, the more faith you have in the fact that that was supposed to happen and that better things are happening to you. And, and I like to call myself an inverse paranoid, right? And what that is, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, an inverse paranoid. I believe the universe is conspiring to do me good. Right. Yes. So, right. so, so all of that stuff that, that seems negative at the moment is only going to get you to where you really want to be. It's probably those things are, if things are leaving your life, they're probably leaving your life because they're blocking your true life and, and your true goals. So, so again, embrace that stuff and just go, yeah, man, there's, there's a reason for that. I'm not going to stress out over it because something bigger, better, uh, more suited right. to me. Is coming along, and as opposed and, to holding on and resenting it, and then you're not allowing whatever yeah. is trying to flow into your life, you're resisting it. Abraham yeah. calls it, you know, you're swimming upstream. Quit doing that. 
yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the things, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and, and, and a lot of uh, motivational speakers and inspirational folks. And, and one of the things that's always frustrated me with them, and I, and I know they're well-meaning, and I know there's some great ones out there, and I know they're all well-meaning. But when I hear an inspirational or motivational speaker get up there and tell me how hard life is supposed to be or is going to be, I'm like, dude, you are on the wrong path. Yeah, like, seriously, man. <laughs> it's like life is not supposed to be hard. No. If it is, you're going the wrong direction. You're swimming upstream, right? right. Like, I mean, that's like, don't buy into that stuff, man. It's like, ah. Oh. Try, you know, it's like one of those things for me. It's like, you know, and I've called a few of them out and I said, well, why, why are you telling me it's going to be hard? It's never been hard, right? It's at the end of the day. I mean, if I, you believe it's hard, it's going to be hard. It yeah. validates the belief if that's how you want to go about it. <laughs> and when you reflect back on everything that's happened in your life, all you've really had is successes, right? right. I mean, really, you know, people say the negative is stronger than the positive, but that's not the truth, man. When you look back, it's like, yeah, well, this happened, but then this happened. Oh yeah, but then that happened. Oh yeah, but then that <laughs> happened. Right? It's like, yeah, that's, it's all good. Like it's, and it's not supposed to be hard. It's not. Well, I, I think I can honestly say in reference to your earlier comment, we're all crazy people on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a good thing. I mean, clearly right. it's nice when you have an entire bus full of crazy people, <laughs> you know you're on the right bus. I mean, talk and about signs, right? I'm for holding up the L-O-H-A sign, apparently. <laughs> you have, you yeah. Yeah. So, Ken, let's, let's talk a little bit more about um, you, the career that you developed, because you've done some really cool stuff. Um, talk a bit about the, uh, the the getaway that you were mentioning that I forgot to mention in my introduction. Yeah, no, that no, that no, sounds pretty good. cool. It's all good. It's, it's actually relatively new. Um, what I did was, well, it's always been a goal of mine. And of course, attention, energy, focus is going to get you where you want to be. So that's what I gave it. And that's what I got. So I have this, it's just like a, a small retreat. It's in a place called Chalem, Mexico. And it's, if, if people are familiar with Mexico, it's, um, it's near Merida. It's like about three and a half hours sort of north and west of Cancun, that kind of, right? It's on the Gulf of Mexico rather than either of the other coasts, right? Mm -hmm. So it's this great little fishing village. There's 3,500 people. It's one of the most peaceful places on the planet. Mm -hmm. It's, it, and, and just the vibe of this place with, you know, the, the, the Mayan culture, right? With, you know, you go to these, um, these ruins and you can feel these, these, I don't even know what to call them. I don't want to call them spirits, but there's just this energy that's at some of these places and these, um, these cenotes that you swim in were sacrificial cenotes and you know, oh, they wow. used to, mm -hmm. yeah. And you go and you, and you know, they clean them all out and stuff, but I mean, you can go Hopefully, swimming yeah. in these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Something just bit me. <laughs> So it's this really cool place, and uh, I mean, the, the area itself is really cool, and then put together this, there's only two rooms for it, so it's very intimate, it's very cool, uh, block from the beach, got the pool and everything, and we just go through the program, right? I mean, we just go through sort of the, the or sort of four steps, three to four steps that, that I incorporated in all of my uh, coaching and, and seminars and whatnot, and so, so, but we just get to hone in more when, when we're in that atmosphere. You, the focus is amazing. And you just get to hone in on exactly what the desire is for now, right? Because, you know, in, in my world, um, uh, it's, it's like priority 
is singular, right? Like, look it up. It's singular. You can really only have one priority. It can change from minute to minute, but you really only have one priority at any given mm-hmm. time. You have one priority. You have other priorities. Mm-hmm. But realistically, you can only be focusing on one thing at a time, just like True. you can only have a negative or a positive right vibe. So so that's where we get to. We get to what's the priority? Let's let's solve this for you and let's let's figure out how we can get you to move on to the next thing, the next priority, because there's lots of them. But but there's always only one. Right. So, yeah, well, there may only be one, but it, when you're in a place like that. It's all. I mean, it's continuous. It's one, it's one continuous priority is what you're describing. And it's a priority. Well, I, I'm trying to find a way to lead into my main question. That energy you're talking about, that energy that yeah. you're feeling. Yeah. To me, that's, that's the priority of that moment when you're there. I have to admit, that's something I'm looking forward to. It's not, it has not been part of my prior experience. It's part of my future experience, and I'm, I can't wait for it to come. But talk about what it's like. What does it feel like? What do you experience when you're, when you're feeling that energy of, of, of a Mayan type place or yeah, any kind of yeah. place that has that old energy to it. Well, it, it, that's it. That's, it's like old energy. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's lessons everywhere. Well, just like, you know, anywhere. But when you go to these places, they're, they're, I guess for lack of a better term, they're spiritual and you can just feel this energy. And it's, it's like, um, think and grow rich in the book, think and grow rich. They talk about having your, um, uh, what does he call it? It's, like your group, your mastermind. That, there you go, your mastermind group, right? Mm-hmm. And it can be real or imagined. It can mm-hmm. be living or dead. I mean, you create that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but but those energies are there, and you could just you, like you could sit there and like lean up against the pyramid and just ask questions and just sit and wait for the answers. Oh, and, that's nice. Oh, and. And they're there. Like the answers are there. They like. I mean, they they came. They kicked ass and they left. Right. I mean, they, <laughs> these, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, these people conquered and then, and then they they thrived. And so the answers are there for anything that right. And and the, you can do that anywhere. But there's there's a certain energy there that you just know that there is something going on here where. Uh, they haven't really even explained it in this area. Like this is another reason I like this area is because like, okay, now we're going way back in history here, like 65 million years ago. Okay. okay. There was an asteroid that hit the earth and it, it hit the earth in the Gulf of Mexico, about 25 kilometers off the coast of where I am. Mm, okay. And, and it wiped out virtually everything like mm-hmm. the dinosaurs and everything. You can, you can look, it's called the, the, uh, no, the Chetama? No. Um, the, it's, there's, they found the there, crater. There is a name for that, and I can't think of what yeah, it is. Yeah, they found the crater in the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, it's like 25K deep or something, and they're drilling to it, and and it wiped out, the, like it's a new beginning mm-hmm. there. Like mm-hmm. that energy, like you just know that there. this is the place 65 million years ago where there's a new beginning, and I can get one too. Right. It's just, yeah, yeah. That's quite a perspective too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of contrasting it to an old Far Side cartoon that I remember seeing that had a, a single panel of a whole bunch of dinosaurs, and they're all smoking cigarettes. And the oh. caption says that's the real reason that they all became extinct. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you're dealing right. with a, you're, you're taking a, a, a an event that is generally perceived to be oh this is terrible this is the end of the dinosaur era you know, all the dinosaurs got killed but 
you're looking at it from an entirely different perspective. Yeah, but look at all the new beginnings that came out of it. And it's yeah, the same event. Humans can now get out of the trees. That's right. <laughs> it's safe yeah. to come down, guys. Hey, party. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's true, right? Like, you think about that. Like, you think that if this didn't happen at that particular time, we probably wouldn't be here. Right. I mean, there, there'd still be dinosaurs and they, we'd be lunch. Like, I mean, really? <laughs> you know? Like, it's like everything happens for a reason. And even mm. 65 million years ago, stuff happened in order to further what needed to be pushed it's just it's it's mind-blowing sometimes yeah it's mind-blowing all the time <laughs> yeah yeah right i just don't want to be the crazy person on the back of the box you're not the crazy person <laughs> no i remember a time myself it's funny that you keep saying that back in 2011 is when i really started having what i would call an awakening i've been on, on the spiritual path hunting and trying to find my own way and but in 2011 is when some really incredible things started happening but they were things like what you're saying i I didn't feel comfortable talking to my family members about it um only select friends because of that i guess you know that you sound crazy or you know you're talking almost like this new age you know frou-frou or whatever they call it um But really, when I started applying this stuff, it's really actually, to me, more based in science than anything. And it takes daily application. And when you apply it every day and you see the way that it works in in literally every aspect of your life, there is nothing that it doesn't work with. Now you have your own proof, you know, your own empirical proof. You've proven it to yourself over and over and over again that these aren't just some philosophies or, you know, I read this in a book and it sounds real great. You've got to, that's another thing I always say is you can read all the books you want and watch all the videos, but if you don't actually practice it as regularly as possible, it, it never does. It doesn't do anything for you. It's just stagnant knowledge. So in order to get it activated and to really see it working in your life, and I still have my days where, I'm like, forget it. I'm in a bad mood, and I'm just going to let myself have it. And, you know, so I'm not outside of that range, but I allow myself to have the contrast, but I also know how to kind of reel it back in before, you know, things start really downward spiraling. Because then once that happens, it gets harder and harder to now pull yourself out of it. So I've learned kind of that balance of allowing myself to still feel the full spectrum of human emotion, what, while also not wallowing in the lower ones because, well, that's not fun trying to get out of that. <laughs> it's right. like quicksand. Yeah. Although sometimes people do like to wallow. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. There's a I lot mean, of wallowing that goes on. I will, I'll give myself usually over one thing about 24 hours if it's something that's really upset me. And then I know if I go beyond that, now I'm just digging a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> So I let myself feel it, you know, because I don't, I don't believe in completely only subscribing to having positive emotion because that is really not, if I was meant to only have those, then that's all I would have. Um, so I, I feel like it's important. It's something me and Louie actually talk a lot about on here is learning to embrace the contrast. Because like what you're saying, Ken, it's all good. It, when you look at whether it's a quote-unquote bad experience 
or what you would call a good one. It's all meant to teach you something, which in the end allows you to better clarify what it is that you even want. What are, what are you reaching for? Because without that contrast, you really can't do that. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And it's uh, one of the things I mentioned in, uh, in my seminars is, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. It's like super old now, I think. It was George Burns and uh, it was called Oh God, an Oh God book two. Oh, yes. Sure. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. right? So, and John Denver, and right? Yeah. And, and one of the scenes in there, the, the little girl, his daughter, asks George Burns why bad things happen. <laughs> Right, which is a great. I get that it's all the time. Question. Like, yeah. I get that, right? Like people say, "Well, uh, if it's all good, then why do bad things happen?" And right. it's like, you know, and I have an answer. It's not always popular, but I have an answer. But his answer was, "Look, it's and as you mentioned, it's the balance, right?" And yeah. LOA isn't the only law in the universe. I mean, let's be clear. There's the law of balance. There's the law of polarity. There's the law of one. There's, I mean, there's right. right? It's not the only one. It's it seems to be one of the most powerful. But it's not the only one. So he's like, well, if I didn't have bad, I couldn't have good. Exactly. Because, because you wouldn't know it was good if nothing was ever bad. You, it's any, and he goes on to say, you can't have a top without a bottom. You can't have a left without a right. You can't have a front without a back. And it's like, yeah, look at a playing card. Look at a, like a playing card. There's a back and there's a front. If there was no back, <laughs> like, it's as simple as that, right? I mean, you have to have those things just for the balance of it all. So, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. But when you know that the bad leads to the good, it's like, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Law of attraction to me is just the foundational. They should be teaching it in schools from kindergarten, elementary, middle school, high school. It should be like a required. To me, it's the fundamental in, like you said, there's lots of laws, but this is the one that's most important to actually having the control over creating the life that you want. So many humans are frustrated and walking around disconnected and angry and disappointed, dying of diseases and, and all sorts of things that manifest because they feel victimized by life. They feel like life is happening to them and they have absolutely no control over it. And that is a very hopeless position to be in as a person. And that's when I first found the law of attraction, like you were saying, just the thought that I had the power to change my external reality, uh, it, it, it eliminated so much of my fear, anger, and honestly, disappointment in life. Because as I aged, it was like, is this it? You know, is, is my life just this kind of reactionary process of things happening outside of me? And it's all over the place. There's really no rhyme or reason. Good things happen. Bad things happen. But but not having that sense of control over it. Whereas with the law of attraction, it really is the art form. To me, it's just a skill in masterfully creating the external life that you want through really harnessing your internal one and, and, and learning how to manage that better. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the biggest challenges I have when I'm coaching or doing the seminars is um, getting people to take responsibility. And that's really what it is for yes. for the bad. thing. I have people in my world, in my circle, that when good things happen, they'll look at me and they'll go, LOA. 
Right. Right? I did that. Yeah, right? But then when bad things happen, oh, they go, they go, that's your fault. Right? It's like, no, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. Right? So, but, and there are people, right? And that, so that's a challenge. People it have is. to understand that they are totally responsible for the good and the bad that they're attracting into the world. You're responsible it, for all of it. That all is of it. Best. That's the rub. You can't then, just say, hey, I created this great thing. That was me. And then when the bad things happen, saying, hey, that had nothing to do with me. I don't know why that happened. Yeah. Well, sure you can't. People do it all the time. What do you mean right. they can't do that? It's a big one. <laughs> yeah. it's, I think it's the biggest breakthrough is what you're saying right there, Ken, is when you fully embrace you are the if you're the creator, you are literally the creator of all of it. And that is all the – I think that's what defines – the person that's kind of first getting into LOA and they are really enjoying the good stuff. But when you can take ownership and, and look at where the things that I'm thinking and feeling that are manifesting undesirable results, and then you can start really kind of massaging it and working with it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to, going to share another story with you because, because this is really sort of what this is about. So, so I was, um, I had this vehicle and, and I was kind of tired of it and I wanted to get a new vehicle. Um, but you know, you're thinking payments, you're thinking this, you're thinking that, do I really want to get involved in all this? Right. I want a new vehicle, but how badly, how big of a, what's my priority here? Is it really that? Or is it, you know, is the money more important to me than the vehicle? And, um, so this dragged on for probably about three or four months and I just kept thinking, yeah, I want a new vehicle. I want a new vehicle. Yeah. I want a new vehicle. Now this is an important lesson. I'm just going to sidebar here. Um, we don't have to figure out the, how it's going to happen. We just have to know what we want to happen. Exactly. Right? So, so here's the thing like this shocking, right? Here's how it happened. And I had no <laughs> idea how it was going to happen. So I'm in the left-hand turn lane in my city here. I'm in the left-hand turn lane. The lady in this turn in this lane, which is a straight through lane, decides she wants in the left turn lane, hits me, writes off my vehicle. Uh huh. Okay. So let's think back. Okay. Did I attract this? Absolutely, <laughs> I attracted <laughs> this. Okay. Definitely. Right. I mean, now that seems like a horrible situation, right? You know, nobody was injured. It was all good, right? Like that. Right. Nobody was injured. I wasn't injured. She was good. Her vehicle. It was Daddy's vehicle. So I don't know what she had to deal with with that. That's her thing, right? But. <laughs> And, and good luck to you, right? So now my vehicle's written off, so now I have to get a new vehicle. So, yeah. So we, and it's important to know, you don't have to figure out the how. Just figure out what it is you want. Right. And be, but be clear, right? Be clear. Be, be I know that, I know that in the secret, one of the, one of the scenes in the secret that, that's always bothered me a little bit is, is they talk about how, um, they want a check for $10,000 from an unknown source in the mailbox, right? Mm -hmm. And then he says he gets it. And it's like, that's a great thing to want, $10,000 if money is your goal. But um, so, so, but then I'm thinking while I'm, even while I'm watching the scene, I'm looking and I'm going, well, what if it's an inheritance because your father passed away? Right. (laughs) Like you better be freaking clear on what you want, right? So yes. instead of an unknown source or an unnamed source, how about I want $10,000 because I earned it through this? Now, yes. now we're working on something that has teeth, right? And we can move yes. forward with that I, rather than this willy nilly sort of right. whimsical thought of $10,000 showing up. And, but my father passed away. Oh, well, that's not what I wanted. Well, that's not what you said, right? I was coaching this. I just to share this. I was coaching this one, one, uh, friend of mine and, and she was looking for uh, a more ideal relationship. 
So we're going through the, the, the whole process, and, and part of the process for me is what do you want, what don't you want, and we do a sort of a con, pros and cons list of, you know, trying to get more focused and more clarity on your desire. And so, I don't know, we had like 50, 60 things under what she, what she doesn't want, and then we found the opposite of those things, which is a great exercise. If you can do it, do it. So, so we found the, the opposites of the things she didn't want. So she finds this guy, long hair, can fix cars. This is what she wants, right? Long hair, can fix cars, play the guitar, right? Has a job, doesn't smoke, right? She's got all these things. So she, she meets this guy, but he has no teeth. Right? So it's like, well, you didn't put that on the list. Well, okay, now I gotta adjust my list. Right? So it's like, you gotta be clear. Right? This yeah. is true. And we got a question from our, uh, from our live stream audience. Uh, yes. A Facebook user is asking a question. Really, very basic question. How can someone get started with the law of attraction? I recommend listening to Abraham Hicks above all else because her videos just, the, the, the amount that Esther and Abraham have put up for free on YouTube. And I, I just think that um, Abraham, the, the channel of Abraham explains really the, the basics of the law of attraction and how to, in so many different ways too. So if you don't understand one version with the way it's being taught, there's constant uh, an evolution in the way that she's kind of presenting the material. And so I highly suggest looking up Esther Abraham Hicks, H-I-C-K-S, and you'll find thousands of free videos. Um, and that, for me, I would listen to them literally all day, and it would help reprogram my brain. It got to the point where, you know, it, I used to listen to them all day, and then it was maybe one or two a day, and then it was maybe one one a day, one a week. Now I barely ever have to listen to them because it's just, now it's how I think. To me, that's where I would start. What would you say, Louie? Um, it's a great question, really. And I uh, just wanted to say hi to Jeffrey, Debbie, and Asha as well um, on, on the feed there. Um, but if you wanted to start with LOA, the very important thing that I think is to understand it correctly. And um, if you watch the Abram Hicks YouTube videos, Start with the Abram Hicks's main site on YouTube and start with their first videos because, yes. you know, there is really a breakdown of understanding. And if you do that breakdown, you really will get. And if you ever want to test yourself, come ask me. I, I will be able to test. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very important because if you, if you get the step-by-step -step understanding, first of all, it's a universal force. Whatever you put out, whatever you think about, you will attract you. That is the basis, basis, absolute basis of it. And if you're focusing on good things, good things are going to come to you. If you're focusing on bad things, bad things are going to come to you. So it's what you're putting out, you're going to draw back to you. It's like a magnet. It's whatever you're putting out, you're going to get back. That's the first basic thing that is important to understand. It's a universal force. It's always been there from the beginning of time till the end of time. Um, every other law which people kind of create their all the different laws they're all to me subdivisions of the law of attraction can you want to take a swing at it yeah um sure it's um i don't think you start with law of attraction i think you're already in the law of attraction i think you can't avoid the law of attraction so uh -huh. it's like it's like just by asking the question you've started 
because mm-hmm. because that's your goal. Okay, so now you've defined a goal, right? Now your goal is to learn more about the law of attraction. So you've okay, great. Now the and and see see how this works? Like it's it's just like a game. Okay, so you've got two fantastic answers there. Why? Because you you ask the question, which is all we do. That's all we do. We ask for stuff or things or um, experiences or events or whatever feelings, whatever it is that we want. We can we can ask for that, and it's and it's not all material things. Like clearly, it's not all material things. Um, like I say, it can be experiences, but you just ask, right? Believe. I mean, isn't this one of the name of one of Hicks' books? I mean, I mean, I don't want, I'm not even going to go there because it's the name of the book. So, so it's like, yeah. So that's it. I mean, you're already, and, and, and here's, this is an important lesson. Like, like I was sharing with you about, about my vehicle being written off. Well, if I didn't know anything about the law of attraction and that happened to me, and then I learned stuff about the law of attraction, I would understand that that was the law of attraction and action. Right. And so if you go, if you understand, like was said here, you know, you, you think about what you want, give it positive energy. And then you're, you're like a magnet and you bring it to you. If you just take like five minutes, sit back and go, okay, what things have happened to me? Now, like, here's the thing. Okay. Nothing you've ever wanted has ever shown up in your life without you giving it attention, energy, and focus. Like, if you think about something that you wanted, did you just, you know, did you just like, okay, I want a new kettle. And then you never did anything, and that was it. And it was like, no, you gave it attention, energy, and focus. It was positive, and you attracted that to you. Like, anything. And it's already happened to you. So when you reflect back on what's already happened to you in your life, whether it's your relationships whether it's your vehicle, whether it's your house, whether it's your dog, cat, hamster, ferret, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, whatever you've said you've wanted and you've given attention, energy, and focus to it in a positive way, you've attracted. So look back at your previous successes and you'll realize that that's how it worked. You're already doing it. You're already a master of it. All you got to do is figure out more the fundamentals of it. And, and, and use it to, deliberately because a lot of times we use this like non-deliberately, right? Like, and then that's where car accidents happen, right? I mean, you yes. might be, yeah. right? Because we're thinking, oh, I don't want to get in a crash today. I don't want to get in a crash today. I don't want to get in a crash today. And then what happens? You get in a crash today. Why? Because you're thinking about getting in a crash today. You For know? me, it's, I get, I go, I always joke, I go from really spiritual, Amy, I call myself the mad Italian when I get in the car. <laughs> I'm in Atlanta where there's a lot of traffic. There's no excuse, by the way, for this. But it, it, it my, my personality changes when I get in the car. It's almost, I get so angry at people. Like, I start, I, be, I become very judgy. <laughs> and I, I always remind myself, especially when I catch myself and I'm doing it. I mean, if somebody does something that is truly dangerous, I'm going to have a reaction to that. But for the most part, I'm yelling at people that do not deserve to be yelled at, and I know it. And I always tell myself I'm lining up to have an accident or something to go really wrong here if I don't get my mad Italian under control when I'm in the car. I'm gonna, yeah. a confession for me. <laughs> I want to share a little story here of my own. And this dates back to when I was dating, when my wife and I were still uh, in the, uh, the pre-marital era of our relationship. Um, we had met, I guess it was, let's see, one, two, three and a half months before this event. 
And we were at the beach in Rhode Island. She, her family is originally from Rhode Island. We were going to leave the beach and go visit her family. And it was a beautiful day. It was middle of the summer. Um, it was August actually. And, you know, just gorgeous weather. It was the middle of the week. So nobody was at the beach. I mean, the beach was all ours. We we're driving back. Route two was all ours. And before we got in the car, my wife says, or well, and my fiance says, um, you know, I know the route better than you do. Do you mind if I, uh, drive there? And this is a car that I just bought. It wasn't a brand new car. It was, it was a relatively, new used car, but I just bought it. I said, yeah, sure. Just don't get into an accident. <laughs> you guys can tell what's going to come next. We got into the car. We're driving down the highway. There is nobody on the highway except for this one car coming in the other direction. He turns in front of us and stops in the middle of our lane because she's trying to find out if she's in the right place for the wedding she is going to attend. We slam into her. Oh, no. All, the car is totaled. Her oh, car God. is totaled. We all end up in the hospital. Nobody's hurt. Seriously oh, hurt. We no. have minor injuries. And talk about how you never know how things are going to work out. Right. Obviously, she was at fault. That accident paid for our wedding. What? <laughs> it paid for the wedding. It paid for the engagement ring. It paid for people to come to the wedding who couldn't have come otherwise. But it really fits in exactly with what you're talking about. Yes. Be really careful what it is that you ask for. because Disclaimer, I'm not telling you to get into a car accident, folks, to pay for your wedding, okay? <laughs> And this was long before I knew about how the law of attraction, or even what the law of attraction was. I, I didn't even right. know what the phrase was at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. it's just crazy. It's amazing when you like like that, like you reflect back on things that happened to you in your in your in your pre LOA life, and it's like, yeah, that happened because of that. That happened because of that. That happened mm -hmm. because of that. It all makes sense, and it all starts to unfold and orchestrate for you in the go forward as well. It's so and it awesome. does make accepting when things are seemingly not going the way that you want to be able to understand and know that something is in the works that you've actually asked for. And the minute you can kind of let go of that, that resistance or whatever negative emotion, the lower emotion vibration that you're holding, the quicker it can be revealed why that thing is happening for your betterment. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just takes a while before you finally recognize it. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being hyper-aware, right? Being aware of everything that's going on around you so that you can uh, take advantage of those signs that are that are coming to you. Yeah. So we got uh, like a, like five minutes left before we have to do the sign-off here. Okay. And this has been wonderful, obviously, before um, we go anywhere. I want to just say this has been wonderful having you here. Um, let's start off with, uh, first of all, tell people a little bit more how to reach you, how to find out more about Ken Dixon, where he's available. You know, Maybe they're looking for a coach. Maybe they want a speaker or whatever. How do they reach you? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm on 16 different social media sites. Oh, Only 16? Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I know. I'm a slacker. <laughs> what can I tell you? Right? Can um, we put his information in the chat, Walt, so that it's available for viewers to see? Yeah, I'm still learning how this interface works, but okay. I know that there's a banner feature. I'll see if I can figure out how to put it in. Well, we, can, we can put it in the post. Like there we go. Words. There we go. Ken has two ends, but the first one is silent, just so okay. you know. Um, okay, so... <laughs> 
Um, so KenDixon.com, I'm on Facebook. Uh, the retreat is on Facebook. It's Casa del Capullo, which is the house of the cocoon, because, well, basically it's a metamorphosis that happens when you come down there. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just my stuff is all on KenDixon.com. You can check it out there. I update, uh, you know, with some new motivational stuff every day. So that kind of hopefully keeps people uh, engaged and motivated. And, uh, yeah, if you need coaching, if you need a speaker, yeah, I'm uh, I'm there. And I'll go anywhere. Like, whatever, man. Like, let's, you know, let's get this world hooked up and, and you know, get that positive energy flowing. And if there was any way to take this eight-hour course that we condensed into one hour on how the law of attraction works and focus it down to about two minutes on what's the one takeaway that you should have. Wow. What's okay. the one takeaway? You know what? One of the most important things. Okay. So we know you ask, you believe, you you uh, receive, right? But here's the thing. So I mentioned earlier in, in, in this that I do sort of that, that clarity checklist where you figure out what you don't want, find the opposite of it. And then, you know, that gives you a little more clarity as to what it is you do want. In the relationship thing, it was like, I don't want somebody who smokes. I don't want somebody who does drugs, whatever. I mean, it's, it's your list, not mine, right? And then you say, okay, you don't say I want a non-smoker because this is where the clarity comes in because mm-hmm. a non-smoker still focuses on the smoker. Right. So you want somebody who's healthy and respects their life. Now, if you guys smoke, that's cool, whatever. But, you know, that's the opposite. Somebody who, right. But then Just because you're not wanted. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> but then but then here's the thing. And I learned this from another coach in California. Her name was uh, Coach Leah. And uh, she we would do that list. And then at the very bottom, because we don't know what's possible, like we really don't know what what we can achieve and what we can receive. So when you get your list of everything that, you know, is the opposite of the stuff you don't want, you've got like a 100 things on there. At the bottom of that list, this is so important and it's such a such an awe moment for me. It's like on the bottom of that, put this plus more, this plus more, because otherwise it's a limited thought. Right. And we didn't even get into limited thoughts today, but that's a limiting thought. If, if, if you got your 50 items of, you know, what is exactly ideal for you, and maybe there's something even more ideal for you that you don't even know exists. Right. And that's so possible, but we don't know it's possible. So always, always think about this plus more and never, never, ever try to figure out how it's going to happen. Just know what you want and let the universe take it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I always like that Mike Dooley's take on that. He calls them the horrible hows because the more yeah. that you focus on those horrible hows, the more horrible they become. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't well, want to go it's there. It's not your job to figure it out. To me, that's not right. yourself, the intelligent field, whichever way you want to phrase it. You just have to have the thought, the desire, and then it needs to re- it will arrange itself down the best, quickest path. It's so cool the way it happens. Yeah. Too. I mean, it's just, it's it's a miracle every day, right? It is a miracle every day. You know, something else that's a miracle every day? When we get somebody like Ken Dixon coming onto the show to talk about all this wonderful stuff that he talks about. So, Ken, I I just got to say thank you very much for, you know, the time that you gave and and the information you gave and and the energy you gave. You brought the – you may be a crazy person on the bus, but let me tell you, (laughs) you came to the right bus. Yeah, you're on the right bus, okay? This is the right bus. You're on the right bus. So congratulations for finding the right bus. We did it. Thank you so much. Well, you know, it's just it's just so when you when you get it, it's so cool. Like it's yeah. just it's it's life altering. It really is life changing when you Literally. get it. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> right? Like so, everything from the neck up and from the neck down. It's like it changes everything. I think it's the perfect summary right there. So thank you, Ken Dixon, for joining us and giving us all this wonderful insight. As usual, thank you to Amy and Louie with all their wonderful insights. Louie was actually quiet today. This is like, yeah. we oh, have to take his temperature to oh, find wow. out if he's okay. We took a little break today. That's what it was, yeah. There was nothing thank like you, that Kevin. going on. I love the conversation. That was awesome. So good. Thank you, guys. Thank, you, thank awesome. you very much. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners. Without you, we wouldn't have a podcast. And we'll see you all next time here on Halloween Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.